When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Always a pleasure to catch up with our Wisconsin State Senator, uh, Joan Balwig, who is the chair of the Senate Agriculture Committee from Marcusan, and a nice time to just catch up. I say nice because normally when I'm tracking you down, Joan, you're in between committee meetings or hearings or working on drafts. This time of the year gives you a chance to get reconnected with uh, constituents and take a look at some of the work that policy has driven in Wisconsin. I want to talk about uh, the latest on this Ag Export Council that was uh, put together, named by the governor, but with a lot of our agricultural folks. You helped to spearhead making funds available for that. And boy, although the world is in a little bit of a, a, a turmoil right now, there's already a lot of synergy behind this council, isn't there? Absolutely, because uh, although there are a couple of legislators, as like myself, on the uh, Export Council, uh, we really have experts in every area of agriculture, uh, from uh, lumber to dairy to, to cheese to ginseng and cranberries and everything in between, and specialists that work on um, uh, transporting and exporting these particular items. So that we have experts in all these areas. Transportation is a big issue, and the Ag Export Council, um, some of those members, and uh, Secretary Romanski actually did a presentation to the DOT uh, Transportation Advisory Council last week because transportation is how you get these things out and about. So as Randy would tell you, the cross pollinating so, so we can help each other. And the, the thing we talked about in our council meeting the other day, instead of just having two meetings a year, we're going to have a couple extra meetings as these, these um, uh, uh, industry experts have brought some things up to um, our partners at DATCAP and Wisconsin Economic Development Corporation that they hadn't uh, been aware of or needed to flesh out. One of the big things is with inflation is talking about how much in dollars we're exporting really a true measure. Uh, many of us would say, no, uh, we need to actually take a look at some of the volumes that are being exported, volumes, pound, bushels, and not just the, not just the dollars to get a true picture of um, what we are being able to move in agriculture. Well, I got to give uh, credit to some of those council members too. Uh, they are taking a different look at available resources. I know that uh, Doan Kidney Beans starting to look at the Great Lakes as an option for shipping to international markets. I mean, my goodness, Joan, the Great Lakes have been there forever, but rethinking how we're using some of these arteries is really uh, pivotal. Well, absolutely. And if you look at our state flag, one of uh, one of our main symbols is a sailor and an anchor. Uh, Water and transportation for Wisconsin was something that was key to our development uh, when we became a state uh, so many years ago in 1848. So, um, yes, using the resources that we have, we always know that the Mississippi is, um, is a great way to move a lot of uh, grain and product there, but um, there are challenges um, in having that waterway 
you know, work really efficiently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, another item that uh, is not really dependent on state dollars, and kudos to them for that, is just north of you, Joan, up in uh, central Wisconsin by Plover. They broke ground on uh, that Farm Technology Center where they want to focus in on a lot of potato information, but a lot of just specialty crops in general. I know you've uh, been around that area, visited with some of the primary folks that are getting it started. They are making wonderful headway on that educational experience. That's, that's right. They had uh, their groundbreaking here a month or so ago. Uh, they hope to be uh, have, being up and operational shortly. It's, a, it's an opportunity in central Wisconsin to talk about all the things that happen on the crop side of things. They want to have hands-on exhibits for our young people, which will help them understand uh, what actually happens in agriculture and with so many people being so far removed from the farm these days, uh, I don't think it'll be a bad thing for uh, moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas to, to take a look at those things, too. So technology is such a huge uh, part of what is done in modern agriculture. It's, um, uh, it's something that we want people to understand, um, and so that these are ways that modern agriculture can be real stewards of their land. Yeah, and, you know, the other really impressive part about that project, aside from the fact that it's all largely privately funded, is the attention that it's getting because of technology on the national and international side of things. I think sometimes, again, Joan, you know how it goes, people have this perception of farmers in a in bibs with a toothpick in their pocket. Boy, these guys up in central Wisconsin are spinning that on its head with, like you said, all those technology and technological partnerships. Well, you just described my father-in-law, but um, other than other than that, uh, you know, we've all modernized. Uh, you know, we talked about uh, there's a lot of consolidation going on in um, agriculture and on the farm, and that's because uh, just like any other industry, you need to uh, you need to get smarter as you uh, uh, as you mature and as the industry matures, and this is what this um, display uh, pavilion is is going to show. Allow kids to do some hands-on things, but actually show what the the wonders of technology are and and how it's um, and how it's actually making our production uh, better. Absolutely. Again, Senator Joan Balwig from Marcusan along with us. She's the chair of the Senate Agriculture Committee, just talking about the Food and Farm Exploration Center that's under construction in the Plover area. You know, I, I kind of started this conversation, Joan, about how sometimes I have to chase you down. Is it nice to be able to take a breath, uh, kind of get priorities uh, readjusted, uh, new targets for your attention? Uh, when is it going to get busy again for you? Well, we are working on uh, policy uh, policies that we're going to be introducing in next year's session. So for those of us that are going to be there with a four-year term myself, we're reaching out to some of the stakeholders so we can be uh, raring to go when uh, next January comes. But the advantage of this time of year and so many things going on, it gives me a chance to, to get to see and visit more people. It's uh, very much agriculture focused right now with um, several several different dairy breakfasts every weekend to, to try to stop in at a couple of those. Um, 
I'm going to go up and visit uh, one of the days of Farm Technology Days. And right after the 4th of July, there are um, fairs that are starting. Right after the 4th of July, both the uh, Lodi Agricultural Fair and the Marquette County uh, Fair start. So there's a, a slew of fairs that we're going to we're going to get to. And uh, Dodge and Fond du Lac County Extensions are sponsoring a um, twilight meeting tonight in the uh, Ripon area on Forage I'm going to stop in at. So just to get a little information on the ground from a wider variety of folks that are in the agriculture uh, community, what they're seeing, what their challenges are this year, and just, just kind of how things are going. Uh, we talked a little bit before we got on the air um, the beans are, are looking good. They're they're up and going, and and the the corn. Uh, but we're seeing a lot of ponds in the, my part of the 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 state, which should not be ponds. So hopefully uh, we will be able to dry out after this uh, right. this last little batch of storms that came through yesterday. Well, and I was going to say, if you're going to a twilight meeting tonight, you better make sure you take along a jug of water. I think this heat is going to be noticeable. I think so. I think so too. But. You know, I think that's what uh, that's what's good about agriculture that we have some ways and we have neighbors that are willing to uh, share their best practices and always willing to learn. People don't think that farmers are are motivated to um, hear about the the next best thing uh, to do in agriculture, but um, these twilight meetings and these uh, informational sessions on the local level have gone on uh, quite a bit. So another way that folks can learn about agriculture is to attend uh, one of those on-the-farm dairy breakfasts. They're happy to show you what's happening, see what their, see what their um, milking operation looks like, how they take care of the animals, and then, of course, on to county fairs to, uh, yeah. to just support all our young people that are interested in all facets of uh, agriculture and and growing up and being independent. Yeah, absolutely. Good time of the year for that. Well, Joan, take care of yourself. We will catch up with you again in a couple weeks, if not beforehand, at some of those events. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Joan Balwick, along with a senator from Marcus and she's also chair of the Senate Agriculture Committee, keeping us informed on what's going on as far as policy development, even when they're not in session. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke.